right, everyone. Welcome back. It's another episode of the Alpha Monorails podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, joined as usual today with my co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. What's up, fellas? What up? Hello, hello. How's it going, everybody? Good. Had a good day? Yeah, it's been a been a little bit of a hectic week. I've been on night shift and, yeah, oh. back among the living. I go back to day shift. I have not. I've been on vacation. We don't like you. I love that. I wish I was on vacation. <laughs> I had a little mini vacation over the weekend, though. Yeah, I had a, we went up to, we took a little vacation, me and the family took a little vacation up to Charleston, a uh, nice little quaint historic city. That was, that was a good little, little getaway. Yeah, you some shrimp and grits? Um, I had nice. all kinds of seafood. Um, it, it, yeah, we went to several restaurants. It was just fantastic. So love it. Yeah, it's a great little getaway. Um, you know, it's uh, one of the it's one of the uh, first trips we've taken to another city. You know, besides uh, besides going to Disney for a little while now. So it was good, nice little change of pace, and we'll be doing it. Uh, been doing some more of these trips sprinkled in throughout the year to just go see some other places. So um, took the whole family, and it was it was fantastic. Went to the aquarium; kids loved it. So. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, how was your trip, man? It was good. Um, we had already booked this uh, stay, I think, a couple months ago for the the closing week of Festival of the Arts. So um, we knew that the weather was going to be prime and it was actually slightly warmer than what it's been. But it was still nice because it was like in the low 60s in the morning. So you could still bring a light jacket and it was overcast. Mm. So like most of the day I was able to wear my Mickey Waffle Spirit jersey. Or my three Cavaleras jacket, so I was I was on full fleek. <laughs> but um, yeah, we uh, we just booked us a room at Pop Century. Uh, nothing too fancy because we were going to be, uh, you know, diving into the parks and trying to get a little bit of festival time in before it closed out. Um, we had uh, got down there Friday night. Traffic was actually terrible getting down there. And if you uh, have us on TikTok, you'll actually see a quick time lapse of that for me. It's about a four and a half hour trip to Orlando that usually takes about two and a half hours. Mm. Wasn't fun, mm-hmm. but, um, mm. nevertheless, we got down there, um, around probably seven, seven thirty at night. So the room was already ready. Uh, we had a ground floor, uh, level room and, uh, we were in the fifties area right beside the bowling pin pool, like literally facing it. So it was, mm-hmm. it was awesome. But, um, yeah, you know, we, uh, we just kind of chilled at the resort for the night when we got down there. We went on a little Skyliner ride all the way to Epcot and just kind of kind of took in the scenery just for a quick little something. And my little ones, that the Skyliner is probably their favorite part of being down there anyways, <laughs> which, hell, it's mine. I love the Skyliner. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we, uh, we ventured over to Magic Kingdom Saturday morning, and uh, we had early access. So we got there, we got there like 8 o'clock whenever it was first opening. Mm-hmm. And um, just kind of float in there with the initial crowd. There wasn't a whole lot of people there at first. It was it was cool and overcast. Um, got to go through Sleepy Hollow, get a get a little breakfast. Had the Nutella and fruit waffle mm. and the um, strawberry funnel cake with the um, the Doomberry uh, ginger beer. That's a crowd favorite. Oh man. Uh, it's so weird to drink something that's cold and spicy at the same time. <laughs> that's a that's a good little drink. Yeah, got to ride a uh, Jungle Cruise for the first time. You never ridden so, before that? No. Oh that wow! Was my, it was actually it was my entire family's first time. Oh, so that wow. was a cool thing we got to do together. Yeah. Like, we always say 
do something new every time. Yeah. Well, we did it first thing that morning. I think we waited like 20 minutes for Jungle Cruise. Oh, wow. So that's, that's great. A w. Yeah. Um, that's a great ride. But we kind of, um, we didn't really hustle rides too much. Like, you know, we got on Jungle Cruise because a 20 minute wait is mm-hmm. unheard of. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. we kind of just, just took in some of the scenery. Um, we actually met up with uh, one of my very good longtime friends and uh, his wife and three children. So, Oh, cool. uh, we had a, we had a squad with us. They were uh, literally in a join room next to us at pop century. <laughs> so it was four adults and six kids. Woo. Chaos, man. Pray yeah. free, man. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, Justin got to meet us down there, uh, in, uh, early in the afternoon. Actually it was probably midday. Wasn't it probably what? 11, 12 o'clock when you got there. Yeah. I think I got there shortly after noon, uh, after my, uh, mine and my son's little getaway in Daytona for the races. So, uh, yeah, met up with Ryan and his family and uh, our good friend Brad and his family. And uh, I uh, actually had a pleasant surprise because uh, they had a, a lunch reservation at uh, Diamond Horseshoe. And uh, the cast members like did a phenomenal job working me and my son onto their party of 10 reservation. Oh, wow. Last second. Uh and uh, it only extended the the wait time a little bit, you know, from what the normal wait time would be, you know, maybe fifteen minutes. In. Yeah, so I mean, they really did a great job accommodating us for that. Uh, I wasn't expecting it to work out, but we asked, you yeah. know, and and they made it happen. So uh, kudos to those cast members that you know made that work for me and my son because uh, uh, my son wasn't really interested in wanting to eat. He was more interested in getting on Haunted Mansion. He kept staring out the window the entire meal, <laughs> uh, saying Haunted Mansion. But uh, but as for myself, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed my meal, uh, as well as everyone else at the table that uh, was diving in, mainly the adults. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, you can't beat Diamond Horseshoe if you're not familiar with it. It shares the dining room, as Ryan has told me, uh, with uh, Liberty Tree. And you've heard our past experiences at Liberty tree and, uh, nothing short of just Epic. So, uh, definitely had a good, good lunch. Yeah. It's a, it's a cool way for them to, um, utilize two different dining spaces. And because that's such a good menu, like a lot of people will go there to eat those things. Why not have a kitchen that serves two dining rooms? That's a great way to get people fed and, and still, you know, have that extension of accommodation. But, um, yeah, you know, like Justin said, uh, they, they was able to work him in last minute. So, um, just a pro tip, you miss all the shots that you don't take, you know, sometimes yeah. you just ask mm-hmm. might seem a little ridiculous, but, uh, sometimes these cast members, man, they make it happen. So big shout out to them. Now, uh, the example that Ryan used with me, uh, don't expect to have a party of four reservation and then you're trying to squeeze in eight people. Cause that's, <laughs> that's going to be a little difficult. You know, yeah. you mean don't flip it the other way? Yeah, don't flip it the yeah. other party way. Party of two, yeah. extra yeah. ten. Yeah, you can work two into a party of ten because that's fairly un, you know, uneventful. You're trying to squeeze in eight people, nine, ten people onto a reservation of two. Yeah, you are. You're going to be out of luck. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like the atmosphere for Diamond Horseshoe though. It had like a nice uh, saloon kind of look to it. it had the old like a old timey piano thing up there mm-hmm. that yeah and it scared um, my son a couple times <laughs> yeah yeah because the lights and stuff go off and like the it plays music or whatever but man the food the the food was on point 
uh, I know uh, Brad and myself, I think we had them bring us three different plates oh, of wow. uh, the Pennsylvania pot roast. Oh, them boys put down some food. Uh, I don't know how. It, normally, I'm a one and done kind of person at those kind of places, but for some reason, I was <laughs> feeling myself that day. I was putting away some chat. Got your money's worth then. Oh, yeah. He dang sure did. Like him and Brad both ate enough for three people. Yeah, it was ridiculous, but I was, I was gross. <laughs> Great experience, though. I mean, that. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, we we took in the the day at uh Magic Kingdom. We got to see the fireworks. Our first time seeing Enchantment uh, in person. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, all I can say is pretty good, man. It's nothing like Happily Ever After, but it is a good fireworks show. The music, the musical part of it mm-hmm. is really good. Um, it was mm-hmm. so crowded though, and like the yes. cast members just were not. They, they couldn't get the crowd under control. Mm. Um, you know, usually the cast members will kind of, um, usher people and kind of keep a walkway where people can yeah. get out if they need to. And it was like Woodstock. <laughs> yeah. It was not existing. <laughs> shoulder to shoulder. Wow. Was, there was a pile of people in the park. Wow. It's good to see that many people though. Like it felt good. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was that day in particular, but I know the park hit capacity one of the days that weekend. It had to have been. Had to have been. Yeah, because there was no reservations available for the whole weekend for any parks besides, I think, Hollywood Studios. Oof. My goodness. And, um, but we, uh, we got to knock out. We, we got to do Barnstormer. Uh, we got to do Dumbo. Um, yeah, if you're following us on Instagram, you would have seen a little highlight video on Barnstormer, right? Goofy would be proud. Yeah. Goofy would be proud. We did him good. Got to see some of the progress they're making on Tron. It's yeah. looking really good. It's coming along nicely. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, but right there behind um, Fantasyland, uh, like the Casey Jr. splash pad, there was actual um, train wheels on the mm. tracks. There was no train there, but they had like a mock mm-hmm. wheels. Testing like they have been doing testing like actual testing, tracks. Like testing, yeah. I guess, the measurements mm-hmm. of the tracks. So maybe we get the train ride back soon. Yeah. That'd be sweet. It's been three yeah, years. Yeah, no, we now. talked about that on on previous episode, and yeah, that's just another sign, right? Hopefully, hopefully we're soon. getting back to normal, folks. Just slowly but surely, we're getting there. And we got there the day after the mask mandate was. Yep. Yeah, how was that? I mean, how was yeah. how were were Man. a lot of people still wearing masks? I mean, how how there were still a there was still a fair amount of people wearing masks. Which, if that's what they want to do, I respect Absolutely. it. That's you know, that's Personal all their choice. free choice. Yep. Um, you know, but the, for the people that didn't want to wear a mask, I mean, personally, I didn't wear a mask, um, unless we were on transportation, Mm -hmm. but it was just, it was so good to see people's faces. Yeah. Just seeing smiling people and, um, not having to worry about your sunglasses fogging up and worrying about if your kid dropped their mask or, you know, just, just, you know, the, the added logistics that it came with. Yeah. I've but it uh it definitely been there and I'll take the several, several masks. Yeah. I'll take the I'll take the longer lines uh over having to wear a mask and having lower crowds. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Just it, it adds to the experience. Mm-hmm. Um but it was it was a like weather was perfect. It was um overcast the first part of the day and then the clouds lifted and it was sunny and mild and you know, shorts and a t shirt, you were you were rocking it all day. Never broke a sweat. Just, just a good like early spring kind of Florida mm. weather. It was great. Mm-hmm. And I want to add to this too because uh, 
I myself did something new, um, as well as Ryan. And he, I'm surprised he hasn't touched on it yet because he raved about it because uh, he experienced it before I did. But uh, there is a hidden gem at Magic Kingdom, and if you have never experienced it, I highly recommend going and watch it, uh, especially if it's a walk-on and there's no big lines, and that's usually the case. That would be Philhar Magic. Oh, yeah, it's great. Uh, that is a fantastic show, especially with the updates uh, with the Coco scene yeah. in it. Uh, amazing. I absolutely loved it. My son loved it, and he's autistic, for those that did not know, and he absolutely loved it. So highly recommend for families to check that out, especially on a hot mm-hmm. day. Like Take take the load off and, and enjoy that you know, 10, 15-minute show in the AC. It's well worth your time. Yes, and um, I noticed too because like uh, most of the 3D shows they do, like they're not. Um, they kind of hurt your eyes a little bit. They're not very easy mm-hmm. on the eyes. But Philhar Magic was like HD 3D. Yeah, it was yeah. insane. It was so good. Yeah, and then they they added the Coco scene to it. Oh man, that that part was. They so did cool. a, they did such a good job with that scene, and you would have thought that had been there the whole time. Like it was just a seamless transition. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great show. I mean, we when we did the um, the first time we went to it, um, it was the day that we did the Keys to the Kingdom tour a couple of years mm. back, and uh, yeah, they go through uh, your tour guide takes you through a lot of the behind the scenes stories of the rides and attractions, and uh, you know, Phil Our Magic is actually one of those visions that Walt Disney had for an attraction, uh, but he never got to see it actually play out. Um, it was that that element he wanted people to be able to see and touch and smell and feel a show um, as an experience. And, um, you know, they made that happen with that show. And it was one of the first of its kind like that. Um, yeah. So it's really cool. Just like that extra little element of knowing the story behind it and, and what it actually meant um, for the Walt Disney Company um to put together um that you know just another little another little touch and just as a side note too i mentioned that keys of the kingdom tour uh they are offering that tour again if you have six hours to spare at magic kingdom before your trip go and call see if you can book it because it's hands down a fantastic tour uh, is that the one that um they take you into the Utilidors? Yes, it is. So did, did they show you all the secret door at Fantasy Fair? Yes. The musician's only door? Yes. Yeah, and there's actually an entrance to it um, in the right there by Philar Magic and uh, the gift store for Winnie the Pooh. Um, yes. There's, a, there's an entrance down to that. It's just a stairwell. It looks like a service stairwell, and it goes down to the Utilidor as well. Um, and that's actually where we went through. Um, so awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, it's super neat. It, like, it's, it's not just like, oh, you get to see underground magic kingdom, but you just get to see all the stories and behind the scenes details that a lot of the times you are just walking right by and you never would have known that they're there. Um, some secrets to the rides, um, Easter eggs, hidden Mickey's, uh, lunch is provided. Uh, when we went, we got to see uh, the storage for the parade floats. So we got to see all yes. the floats. Um, it was just a really, really cool experience. It is like a five or six hour uh, tour. It's a walking tour. 
uh, you is like limited to like 20 people per group. Um, and it books out, uh, regularly. So, um, again, just go to the Disney website. Uh, if you got a trip coming up, uh, go call, see if it's available. Absolutely do it. How much is this running? Uh, it's like uh, we got pass holder discount when we did it. Um, so the, and I'm pretty sure they still accept pass holder discount against it too, which is really cool. Um, it was ended up, ended up being after pass holder discount, like $75, $80 per person. And that, that was lunch included. Yeah. 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 Uh, lunch at was at when we went, it was at Pecos bill. Um, and you just got you know, your predefined selections. When you check in for your tour, you pick from the menu of what you want. Um, yeah, usually it's like tacos or the pork carnitas fajita plate or something, yeah. but like it, it's yeah. a meal. <laughs> yeah. And it was great. Uh, even they pulled out all the strings. Um, it, it was, it was just really good. We had a great tour guide. Um, very experienced, very knowledgeable. Uh, it's amazing the the knowledge that these people, these tour guides, you know, have just off the top of their head, um, the history and stuff like that. And, and they 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 make sure to keep proprietary or whatever, because you uh, are not allowed to film, take pictures, none of that. Which I think is cool. It kind of mm-hmm. adds an intimate element to it. They want to keep that. Yeah. Um, you know, that's their thing and I totally get it and respect it, but idea, maybe the podcast does it. Oh yeah. That'd be really cool. I, I would absolutely do it over and over again. It's that good. And you get a key pin. Yeah. You get the pin. Yeah. We got the special keep, uh, key pin, um, for the collection. So yeah, it's really neat. You just, you get a lot, you just get a lot of information. It's just, a, it's just a really good time. I mean, there's a lot of people, you know, that question or worry, like, will it uh, ruin the magic of of Disney, right, or of Magic Kingdom? And uh, an arguable question. Yeah, but I say, I mean, my answer to that personally is no. I, I actually, it makes me appreciate Disney much more knowing the behind-the-scenes details of the thought and attention to detail that everything is put together with. Even down to, like, their trash system where they're – they literally load their trash into like a suction chute and it pulls it away from the park. That's why you never smell garbage. You never smell waste. It's these yep. little things they do that just make you forget yep. that you're in like a, a metropolitan area. So, yeah, we got to see that system actually running. It's, I mean, it's, you know, it's funny, you know, like, Ooh, it's trash, but it's, it's just cool. Like it's just another extra thought, right. Mm-hmm. Of Yeah. But yeah, we, um, we kind of we we did our thing at Magic Kingdom, and um, we went back to the room. Uh, Justin tried to get a room for the night at Pop Century, um, but they were they were all booked out. I mean, it was it was full blown, packed out. But um, yes, it was. Um, but I was actually lucky. Um, the night that we got there, Friday night, after we got to the room and ate dinner and got back from our Skyliner ride. I um, realized that it was a holiday weekend. I didn't know it. Um, and the kids were out of school Monday and my wife is a school teacher. So she was also off work Monday and it just so happened. I didn't have to go to work until Monday night. So I snuck up to the concierge desk and um, asked them if I could book an extra night. Cause we were only there for Friday and Saturday night leaving Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got up there and, um, they scanned my magic band, pulled up my, my stay, 
And um, it was going to be like $267, I think, for the night, which is what the normal going rate was at the time. Mm. And um, then all of a sudden, um, he made a phone call, and uh, he slides me a sticky note across the counter and says, this is your price for the room tonight. And it was like $122 and some change. Oh, man. He said, I don't know what they did, but this is what the price of the room is now. And I gave him my credit card before he could finish his sentence. I was like, just take my money and shut up. Like, this is, yeah, sold. It's like the Futurama meme. Yep, take my money. So, I mean, you know, if if there's ever that option where you feel like you want to stay another day, uh, you know, once again, you you miss every shot you don't take. Go up there and see what they got. They'll even contact other resorts and see if they can accommodate. So, but, um. Yeah, so uh, Sunday morning we got up and um, we had a park reservation for Epcot. So we um, we got over there probably around nine thirty, ten o'clock. We did we kind of slept in a little bit because we we did like a, a little over twelve hours at Magic Kingdom on Saturday. So we were Ooh. we were gassed, especially with uh, you know three children in tow. So um, we slept in, um, went down to Everything Pop, got us some uh, Mickey waffles and bacon and eggs and potatoes. And uh, feasted like, like you know, like Disney people do. <laughs> um, big city living, baby. But um, <laughs> we hopped on the Skyliner and uh, hit Epcot for a few hours. Um, rode Figment, got on the Three Cavaliers, and then just kind of, just kind of walked around World Showcase. Um, a lot of the booths for Festival of the Arts were already starting to kind of shut their doors. I guess they had already, you know, capped out on what they sold, mm-hmm. and were, um, some of the topiaries for Flower and Garden were starting to make their way out. So we saw a lot of. Uh, Peter Pan characters and in the main feature area uh, between spaceship earth and uh, the port of entry, there was a giant Peter Pan storybook. So it might be a little hint towards what the theming for flower and garden might be this year, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we, uh, we just kind of walked around world showcase for a little bit, enjoyed the day. Um, The kids wanted to go back to the resort and get in the pool, which I wouldn't oblige. So uh, Mm -hmm. we, we headed back to the the resort uh, let them get in the pool because it was like 85 degrees that day. So it was a good uh, pool day. Yeah. Um, so they got in the pool. Uh, me and the wife just kind of sat out there by the pool and she was getting some sun. Um, I was watching a little bit of the race. And then um, I went and got us some lunch. And uh, we got changed and headed to Hollywood Studios for the evening. And um, man, Hollywood Studios, we killed it there. They had a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looked like y'all had um, y'all had there was a lot of characters out. Uh, we saw 12 characters in 45 minutes. Ooh. I, we, we actually took track of it. Um, we got in the gates and saw Daisy and Donald, uh, right there at the, um, the balcony coming into oh, yeah, the photo the park. at the photo area. Yep. Um, we saw them there, uh, Chip and Dale were out there in front of Hollywood Brown Derby with a picnic basket. <laughs> and, uh, they actually interacted with the kids good because, uh, two of my kids got the little mermaid bubble wands mm. from magic kingdom. So um, they were uh, making the bubbles go off and Chip and Dale started popping the bubbles right in front of them and playing with the <laughs> bubbles. And I got some, uh, some, some clips of that. That's so awesome. I will, I'll put those on Instagram um, for everybody to see, but it was just a cool interaction. There was a crowd of kids there. And so everybody got to enjoy it. Um, then we headed over to uh, the Disney junior dance party and uh, the kids, man, they, they they jammed out. The Vampirina would killed it. <laughs> and then they had uh they had all the character meet and greets. Uh 
They had Fancy Nancy, um, Vampirina, Doc McStuffins, and Pluto right there outside of the Disney Junior Dance Party. So we got all of the Disney photo pass opportunities with them. And I also caught a quick selfie with Chip and Dale as they were uh, being escorted uh, to their break area. Awesome. So I got a nice little shot of that. And that, that is on Instagram. I've already put that up. But yeah, we, uh, you know, got over to Toy Story Land, wrote a couple of things, and then just walked around and enjoyed the evening. And uh, just a just a solid weekend, man. Like it was, nothing was rushed. We just kind of, we went with what we had and and did it. Yeah. Love to see it. But we, um, we did discover a couple of new things this weekend that we'd like to share. Oh, um, all right. So while we were at Magic Kingdom on Saturday, um, I was I was pushing content left and right on all of our platforms. Uh, so my phone lost its life pretty quickly by midday. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Justin and I were in line with the kids to get on good old Barnstormer. And um, my wife was sitting on the little uh, concrete uh, planters in between Dumbo and Barnstormer uh, while our mm-hmm. little one was sleeping in the stroller. And uh, she was telling me that her phone was about to die. And I just got on the My Disney Experience app and typed in mobile charging stations. And there just so happened to be one right across the way at Pete's Silly Sideshow. Uh, if you go past mm. the Casey Jr. splash pad and take that little um, elevated walkway that goes around behind it, um, it makes that loop towards Fantasyland Station where the bathrooms mm-hmm. are. Yeah, if you're not familiar with this area, this is uh, where a bunch of characters usually do a meet and greet back there. Uh like Donald, Goofy, Daisy, and there's one more. Anyway, uh, it's the building on the left is the meet and greet. The one just ahead of it, uh, that's that's the area Ryan's talking about. Yeah, it's got like a little canopy area with some picnic tables and mm-hmm. some couches and like outside furniture, but it's in the shade. And they mm-hmm. have uh, wall plugs there with um, regular, you know, uh, 110 house plugs and just USB built in. And they're all high-speed charging mm. ports. So uh, she was able to sit there and charge her phone while we were in the queue for Barnstormer. And after we got done, um, we started taking kids to the bathroom and stuff. So I was able to plug my phone in and let it charge while we were just, you know, letting the kids get a potty break and everybody getting a sip of water and get a snack mm-hmm. or something real quick. So um, that that's just another way that that app just elevates your experience. You know, yeah. you know, I needed somewhere to charge my phone. And um the app told me all you got to do is type it in the search. So, yeah, so when you visited that restroom, uh, this is the one that Jordan recommended in our restroom episode. So <laughs> did it meet the standards? Dude, I was in and out. There was nobody back Love there. It. The crowds were it. huge, but nobody was using that bathroom. There was kids playing at the splash pad, but in and out. It's awesome. There you go. Go back. If, if you haven't had a chance or if you just want to recollect episode five, Go back and take a listen, or you can go visit our uh, our blog post, uh, screenshots and more details about those uh, about those other restrooms as well. Yeah. So um, while we're on this subject, though, um, we'll kind of discuss some of the our favorite low key relaxation spots within the parks or you know resorts where you can get some some quiet time and just kind of you know let your mind decompress a little bit from all of the the noise and visuals and you know. Uh, yeah. That. Yeah. If you're in Magic Kingdom, I didn't even kind of know that. I mean, that sounds like a great little escape spot. That that tent area. We got to think. Quiet. Like, if you go to the right of the splash pad, 
that's all the rides and that's where all the the traffic's going to be but go to the left of the the splash pad that's where your relaxation is because it's going to be behind the souvenirs of big top and uh and there's no meet and greets going on right now so you're not going to have the foot traffic going back there for the meet and greets so that's Mm -hmm. perfect that that's Yeah, exactly what you're looking for. And they have fans there. So whenever the, the heat of summer oh, yeah. comes around, uh, and we all know how that it goes with Florida, uh, they'll have fans in that place too. So you know that's going to be a, a highly visited area uh, once people yeah. find out about it. Yep. I'm trying to think of other ones at Magic Kingdom. I mean, Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland Terrace yeah, be the other one. most of the time. Um, the little um, dining area behind Sleepy Hollow, quick service. There's like a little canopy yeah. with some umbrella tables. Limited yeah, space, of the castle yeah. there. Yeah. There's just not a lot of space. Yeah, I would say that the one back there by Pete's Silly Sideshow really takes the cake as far yeah. as like the top relaxation spot in, in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. What about the other parks? I'm trying to think now. I mean, other than Epcot, I mean, I mean, Epcot's so wide open. America Pavilion is probably the best yeah. relaxed spot because it's just right in I mean, front of the bathrooms. Yeah, especially if you... Well, you, you got American Pavilion outside, right? The pavilion outside, and the American Pavilion is nice. But you can, man, you go to the back of the American Pavilion. There's no one that walks to the back of that pavilion, like inside the actual building. Yeah. And that's a great spot just to be. You can get some quiet time away from everything. Uh, it's nice and cool in there. Justin, you said Morocco. It's they actually had that relaxation station back there mm-hmm. in some of the restaurants that are closed right now. Um, I'm not sure if that's still operational, but uh, it that, wasn't. That was great. It, We've taken advantage of that a couple of times. Now. It wasn't back during food and wine because uh, Brianna and I went back there and got a sangria from the um, the little bar back there in the Morocco area. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that was still closed off back in November, so yeah. um, maybe it'll open up soon because it seems like a lot of things that's been closed for a while are starting to starting to open up. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice though. I, we took advantage of that um, in the summer, and it was it was great. Even right there in front of the land at Epcot, you know, during the summertime, all that shade there, and they have that long walkway yeah. with the you can sit right there on those planters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, yeah. I used to really like the building, um, you know, like the back side of uh, where the Starbucks was. Uh, that was a great little spot too. Um, it's now. Demolish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! By uh, Club Cool. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Where the uh, old Coke Pavilion was. Mm-hmm. What's the building that's um that had like the brew wing and stuff in it right there in front of Creations? Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah, Odyssey. yeah I mean, Odyssey is good. Odyssey is good because mm-hmm. you can go chill. They do have that seating wrapped around on the other side where they are not sh- playing the show. Well, not um, only that, but they have um, inside and outside bathrooms because there's inside yeah. bathrooms and the in that little hallway. Right there, yeah, too. there's a companion station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's yeah, that's nice. We've actually been we've actually used that like baby care center mm-hmm. before. That was good. There's also that one that's uh, usually in the summer is when it's the most popular, but uh, over by Test Track they have that little spray yes. station. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. That's another uh, spot. I don't think they have any kind of charger stations around that area. I don't think. Yeah. I don't remember seeing any charging stations, but they had like fans, you know, with the misting. Um, Epcot really did have a lot of that going on. I mean, for obvious reasons, but um, 
the other parks though for like Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, I don't recall a whole lot. Uh, well, Baseline was one because Baseline was closed. Well, at that time, whenever they had the the mandates and everything. Well, I would say you know, like, I mean, technically Backlot Express, right? Because you could go. Yeah, it's covered. Yeah. It's open air, it. but it's covered, and uh, yeah, there's plenty of seating in there. To you're going to deal with people trying to eat some quick service food, but uh, still tucked away. But I would I would say baseline tap out. I mean, no brainer. I mean, it's a great spot to chill. We've done it, you know, ourselves multiple right. times now, um, and you know, it's a it's a great little spot. I that and like the um the fifties primetime lounge is another great spot just to just to chill and relax, uh, get away from the heat, from the people. Um so yeah, I mean other than that, I don't I, I couldn't tell you another spot that's not gonna have a lot. Isn't there like a ice cream joint um like heading toward uh uh Tower of Terror? Like yeah, on the left hand yeah, side if you're there, walking down yeah, Sunset Sunset uh sundries. And it's kind of shaded too, if yes. I remember right. There's yeah, like a little it's got some picnic there. tables yeah. and stuff like that too. Um, we've gotten a few things from there. It uh, it's pretty, you know, yeah, it's pretty good too. I mean, if you're on that side of the on that side of the park, uh, but other than that, man, like everything else is exposed at the element. Yeah, Toy Story Land is fully exposed. Oh, yeah. There's nowhere to hide no. there. Yeah, they are starting to add some construct like some structures there now. Um, really? Yeah, with the the new restaurant they're putting there, um, right? The barbecue joint they're putting uh, right beside Slinky yeah. Dog. But as far as like shady yeah. areas, because I know the the original layout with uh, Slinky Dog, like the line, that stuff all along the mm. uh, railway now, that was not there during the original. No. Like, yeah. No. So they're all starting that to add, installed. Yeah, they're but, starting to add some other stuff too, which is just okay. Absolutely, I haven't needed. been in there in a hot yeah. minute. So, um, just trying to think of uh, Animal Kingdom. I mean, Animal Kingdom, I would say, I mean, Nomad Lounge is the best lounge, right? But Dollar Bar, wow, Dollar Bar is the most accessible, just easy to just, True. let's just stroll in, go grab a seat at a high top and just relax for a second. Even um, if you, uh, because this, this is what we always do. If we get food at like Flame Tree, we'll walk down um, like you're going towards Dinerland USA, but then make that left. Mm-hmm. And there's like yep. a string of picnic tables in the shade along there before you get to like Everest and all of, all of that area. Yeah. Um, that's a nice little chill spot because it stays shaded in the in the peak of the day and during the summertime. And we always walk up and have an available table. We never have to like wait on people to get up or anything. Yeah. So yep. That'd be another nice little. Um, right there in front of Everest, too. There's um at where you exit the queue yeah. coming yeah. off the ride. Yeah, they got that they stand. Like the stand. They mm-hmm. have like little um seating areas there. Um, and they're always in the shade. I've sat there a few times when mm-hmm. the kids want to ride again, and Brianna takes them back on there. Well, I mean, you could be like <laughs> a majority of the uh, general public at Animal Kingdom and just do it right in the middle of the walkway. <laughs> you know, just just, just bring your bring your party of twelve right there in the middle of the walkway and. Like nobody else Chill. has anything to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, it's just your world. We're living in it. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I like to go over there to the. Uh, I, I forgot how to pronounce this. It. Like Anandapur ice cream truck or something, where they sell the Yeti Sundays. Mm, yeah, yep. So if, if Brianna takes the kids to go get on Everest, I'll sneak over there and get a Sunday and eat it before they come back. Just so they never <laughs> <know> I got one. <laughs> it never, never happened. happened. 
good stuff. <laughs> what about some of the resorts? Um, as far as chill spots. Um, so I think one of the best hidden ones is, uh, at Caribbean beach. Yep. I was going to say um, the same thing. The, so Caribbean beach has the lobby section. I forget what that's actually called. Um, but, so, and then it has this, the, the lobby section, it has like this little village where like, uh, Sebastian's Bistro's at the pool is mm-hmm. at, um, the bars at, um, but then you have to go over this walkway bridge that suspends to this like little island and on that islands where the playground is yep. and they do the movie under the stars. Yeah. Yep. Um, Caribbean K. Yep. Yeah. And then you have to go over another bridge to get to the actual rooms to, Correct. The, to decide where the rooms are. Uh, Jamaica section, some others are over there. Yep. And, um, just before you, so if you're coming from the from the lobby side, headed to the rooms, just before you start to cross that second bridge, um, on the left, it's just a little cut right there that has like a little gazebo, essentially. And there's some seating, built-in benches right there in that gazebo. It's on a beach, it, it's on that island. So everyone's just kind of like walking by you, behind you. Um, but you're, it's tucked away like 20 feet away from the path. And that is like one of the best hidden little, just let me go real quick, grab my coffee for the morning. I'm going to sit right here and look at this with my feet in the sand. And yeah, this is, that's one of them. It's five o'clock somewhere spots and you're just chilling. Yeah. And I've only stayed at Caribbean beach once, but I need to go now and, and experience that. That sounds like a vibe. Yeah. I'll tell you what, another, just another in general that I, that I personally did at, uh, Caribbean beach. Yeah. We had a room in the Jamaica section and, uh, it was, I literally, the kids went down, uh, for, for a nap in the afternoon and I slipped on out, uh, with my headphones in, I had a few beers with me and I just went and grabbed myself a hammock and just sat back and relaxed and cracked open a few and, uh, just swung away and that's how you vacation right there it was fantastic i mean it's just that's a dad vibe yeah swinging on a hammock for like two hours drinking a beer and listening to music it was yeah it was one of the most relaxing times i've had on disney property that's for sure so one of the ones that we discovered kind of offhand when we stayed at a animal kingdom lodge the little uh fireplace area that we found oh. while we were waiting on the room mm-hmm uh, it's kind of in the back end of the lobby on the right side. Mm-hmm. That was a cool little spot. Yeah. I mean, cause it was cold when we got there and that fireplace, we all had to leave that area because we were all falling asleep. Oh, cause yeah, it's just so absolutely. <laughs> the unique part about that is you had the warmth of the fireplace, but then you had the noise of the waterfall <sighs> yeah, just Victoria outside Falls. of, uh, yeah. Victoria falls. Yeah. So it was tranquil. Take me back. Well, you want to talk about fireplaces? You got the fireplace at Wilderness Lodge, and not the main one in the lobby, but the one like on yeah. the fourth floor. Yeah, that was you know tucked away in the hallway there. If you remember, we talked about this one that Jordan took us to. That, and then the little secret yeah. deck that overlooks the parking lot, right out, right past that fireplace too. The nice. Oh yeah, spot. yeah. That's another. Yeah, no one's going there at all. Um, yeah, those are great little spots, man. Um. Riviera's got great little spots hidden throughout as well. Um, Riviera's got the the balcony area that comes off of the lobby, and there's like 
a couple chairs out there only so um, people aren't inclined, especially if there's a couple of you in your party and you go out there, people aren't going to go out there. Um, but uh, it's great because it just kind of overlooks that little uh, grassy area that overlooks the water. Um, and that's that's super nice and secluded and just kind of, um, you know, super relaxing. Um, they also have those like beach loungers on the opposite side of the pool area. Um, kind of tucked a- around behind where Bar Riva is, uh, which is also is a nice little great spot. Again, connected right to Caribbean Beach, right? So it's it's kind of in the same in the same realm as the previous ones I mentioned. Yeah. But. Well, you can't forget about the uh, the water feature they have in that uh, with the arches, and then oh, you have yeah. the uh, the murals. Yeah, at Riviera, I love those murals. But I mean, if you if you take a second to appreciate that and spend about ten fifteen minutes in that area, it's very peaceful and tranquil. It really is. Oh yeah, especially at night, everything's just kind of lit. So um, another one that I have personally experienced and I highly recommend um, one of the beach areas at Polynesian uh, Brianna mm-hmm. and I had a breakfast at Ohana, like a fairly early one, but we were super early for it because we wanted to take in that, that morning oh, yeah. vibe where everything was coming to life yeah. outside. So we got to our, we got to the, uh, to Polly like probably hour, hour and a half early. And, um, we just walked through the main lobby and past the lava pool, uh, the beach that's right there between the DVC bungalows and the boat landing. Mm-hmm. And we just found us a swing. It was like a four seater yep. swing. Mm-hmm. And we just sat right there with a coffee from, um, Kona cafe. And, uh, we just sat there and looked at the castle at seven thirty in the morning yeah. for like 45 minutes, just sat there hand in hand and, and enjoyed a moment. Like that was, that was spectacular. Well, you want to talk about vibes? Yeah, we've done that um, walk between Polly and Grand Floridian when we stayed at Polly before. Um, that was, I mean, just, yeah, in general. Yeah, in general, right? Just that whole beach uh, side of Polynesian is fantastic. Um, I mean, there there's a bunch of areas of Polynesian that are, are great outside, yeah. you know, outside of the actual buildings that you can slip out and, and enjoy. Um, yeah. It's just a really nice resort. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of some other ones that I've stayed at. Um, uh, you know, Wilderness Lodge also has those rocking chairs that overlook right where the falls yes. start from the lobby. They're outside. Um, and they've actually got those on multiple floors as well. So I think we, when we were walking around there, when we were going to Whispering Canyon, we walked around the some of the floors and went out to a few of those outside decks that had the rocking chairs as well. And I remember, I mean, you know, the, you know, when we stayed at Copper Creek, um, we were one of our, one of our stays, the room was like right next to that waterfall outside. And um, man, I just sat there on that balcony for hours, (laughs) just drinking a coffee, just listening to that, that water cascade. Um, There, there was something similar to that, when you mentioned the rocking chairs on the deck um, at Animal Kingdom Lodge at one of the Savannah observation yeah. points, and it's yep. like covered and well shaded. Um, yep. And it has like a little yeah. placards with like animal facts and stuff that you can kind of go around and read on. That's another cool little spot to, to just kind of get away from, from everything for a few moments. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, you know, like um, beach club, like the pool there is, super awesome it can definitely be relaxing it can also definitely be 
hectic. Um, I've witnessed it in both um, ways, but um, yeah, it's it can also yeah it's it's also worth noting for sure. Yeah, I think we uh, I think we got some solid entries here for for uh, you know just kind of offhand right here. Uh, Ad living, trying to figure out some spots. Yeah, I think I've got some some new ones to add to my list to to for my next trip. So that's awesome, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, and, and for those of y'all out there listening, uh, feel free to add to it. Uh, we we always like to find new places to experience and talk about. So that 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 helps us and it helps you. Yeah, I think we'll we'll throw these up on the blog and and uh, if you leave us your uh, leave your comments there and uh, we'll uh, check it out. So. And that's at, um, just speaking of the blog, uh, you can find that at offthemonorails.com. That's our website. Uh, you got blog access there with uh, entries that we're writing up for you guys. Um, you've got, they have a lot of photos, behind the scenes stuff uh, from all of our trips, and uh, as well as some episode topics. Uh, we've got all of our episodes on demand that you can listen to there as well. Uh, there's a spot you can share your stories and your experiences with us. Uh, as well. So if you'd like to uh, let us know some of your past experiences at Disney or you want to relate to a topic that we're talking about, uh, feel free to submit your entry there as well. I'd love to hear from you. Um, And you can also uh, just learn a little bit more about us and um, connect with us on Twitter as well. Um, And there's a little spot that we appreciate if you you feel like supporting the show. Uh, There's a little spot there to uh, buy us a coffee. So uh, we appreciate that. Um, and uh, we love coffee. Yes, absolutely. Um, also, while you're at it, just make sure you check us out on all the socials. Uh, we're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, did I miss any? Uh, no, but I did want to emphasize something about YouTube. Stay tuned. We are brainstorming about ideas that we want to do for YouTube. So be sure you subscribe, hit the bell, all of that jazz. Uh, because we are working on some ideas for that platform specifically. Yeah. So, yeah. So, guys, just to go out uh, at Off the Monorails on all those platforms, uh, wherever you're listening to us on the podcast, either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, or any of the other uh, platforms like Stitcher, etc. cetera, um, go out, leave us a rating, leave us a review. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We appreciate you listening. And I think we'll uh, that'll do it for this time. So with that being said, I'm Jordan. You know me. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. Mm-hmm.